Then Imam Al-Tahawi, rahimahullah, continued, وَاللَّهُ يَغْدَبُ وَيَرْضَى لَاكَ أَحَدٍ مِّنَ الْوَرَاءِ He said, And Allah becomes angry and becomes pleased, but not like anyone from the creation. And Allah becomes angry and becomes pleased, but not like anyone from the creation. Shaykh Al-Fawzan, Hafizullah, said, From the attributes of Allah, the mighty and majestic, Al-Fi'liyyah, Al-Sifat Al-Fi'liyyah, from the attributes of Allah, the mighty and majestic, which are actions, is that he becomes angry and becomes pleased. Yaghdab wa yarda. He said, he, the one free of all imperfections, said, وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ وَالسَّابِقُونَ الْأَوَّلُونَ مِنَ الْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ وَالَّذِينَ اَتَّبَعُوهُمْ بِإِحْسَانِ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَرَضُوا عَنْهُ Surah Tawbah, the ninth surah, ayah 100, with the explanation, and the first and foremost, and the first and foremost from the muhajireen and the ansar, and those who follow them upon good, Allah is pleased with them. And they are pleased with Him. Shaykh Fawzan said, So Allah becomes pleased with His servants. He the Most High said, وَرِضْوَانٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ أَكْبَرٌ Surah Tawbah, the same, same surah, the ninth surah, ayah 72, with the explanation, And pleasure from Allah is greater. He said, and he the Most High said, لَقَدْ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذْ يُبَايِعُونَكَ تَحْتَ الشَّجَرَةِ Surah Al-Fatih, the 48th Surah, Ayah 18, with the explanation, Allah was pleased with the believers when they gave you the pledge, when they gave you, the Prophet wasallam the pledge beneath the tree. Bayatul Ridwan, the pledge at Hudaybiyah. Allah was pleased with the believers when they gave you the pledge beneath the tree. Then Shaykh Al Fawzan said, And likewise, He the Perfect and Most High becomes angry. قُلْ هَلْ أُنَبِّئُكُمْ بِشَرٍّ مِّنْ ذَلِكَ مَثُوبَةً عِنْدَ اللَّهِ مَنْ لَعَنَهُ اللَّهُ وَغَذِبَ عَلَيْهِ Surah Al-Ma'idah, the fifth surah, ayah 60, with the explanation. Say, shall I not inform you of something worse than that with regard to the recompense from Allah? Those he has cursed and is angry with. Shaykh Fawzan said, So Allah becomes angry with those who disobey Him and He detests Him. Allah becomes angry with the person who disobeys Him and He detests Him. Qutuhu. And Shaykh Fawzan said, An al-maqt, detesting, is stronger than hating. And He said, 
He, the Most High, said, وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجَزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمْ خَالِدًا فِيهَا وَغَدِبَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَلَعَنَهُ وَأَعَدَّ لَهُ عَذَابًا عَظِيمًا Surah An-Nisa, the fourth surah, ayah 93, with the explanation, and whoever kills a believer deliberately, then his due recompense, if he receives it, is hellfire, remaining in it, and Allah is angry with him, and has cursed him, and has prepared a tremendous punishment for him. And just as a side point with regard to explanation of this ayah, because obviously this is connected to another point of a major point of belief of the people of the Sunnah with regard to commission of major sins. Then some of the explainers of the ayah they make clear that with regard to this ayah that we do not hold for certain we do not hold the saying of the Khawarij that commission of a major sin on its own just committing a major sin means that the person will be in the hellfire forever. We don't say that. And that's why Imam At-Tabari Ibn Jurayr al-Tabari, when he explained this ayah from Surah An-Nisa, ayah 93, he said, he mentioned different sayings in that, re- in that regard, <clears throat> and he said in, conclu- in conclusion, and the most correct saying in that regard is the saying of those who said, it means, whoever kills a believer deliberately, then his due punishment, if he is given it, his due punishment, the punishment that's due upon him, if Allah chooses to give him that punishment, is hellfire, remaining forever in it. However, Allah pardons and bestows his favor upon the people of Iman, those who are believers, those who have Iman in him and his messenger. And he does not give the punishment to such a person of remaining forever in the fire. Rather, he, the Most High, in renown, either he pardons that person with his favor and does not enter him into the fire at all, or either he enters him into it and then brings him out from it by the, by the favor of his mercy. In other words, mean with regard to a believer. If the person who does that is a believer, then either one of those two results. Then back to the explanation of Sheikh Al-Fawzan, Hafidhullah, then he said, and established the point that Allah becomes pleased, Yarada, and Allah becomes angry, Yaghdab. He said, and the created being becomes angry, and becomes pleased, I mean people. People become angry also, and people become pleased. And there is no resemblance between the anger and pleasure of the created being and the anger and pleasure of the Creator. There's no resemblance between the, crea- the anger or pleasure of a person, There's no resemblance between that and between the anger or pleasure of Allah. He said, the pleasure of Allah and his anger are as befit him, he the perfect.
and the pleasure and anger of the created being are as befit him just like the rest of the attributes in other words that Allah the most high becomes angry becomes pleased as befits him and the creation they become angry or become pleased as befits them as being created and deficient and so on Sheikh said the ayah bringing the great principle in this regard Surah Shura the 42nd Surah ayah 11 with the explanation there is nothing like him there is nothing like Allah and he is the all hearing the all seeing Sheikh Fawzan said so there is none like him with regard to his self nor with regard to his names nor with regard to his attributes and even though he has names and attributes and the creation have names and attributes yet there is no resemblance in other words in this regard even though Allah becomes, ang becomes angry and becomes pleased and the creation become angry and become pleased there's no resemblance between the anger and pleasure of the creator and the anger and pleasure of the creation there's no resemblance Sheikh Fawzan said this is the position of the Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah they affirm al-Rida they affirm pleasure and al-Ghadab anger for Allah the mighty and majestic and other attributes they affirm these two attributes and the other attributes and even though such attributes are found in the created beings however along with the difference laysa kamithlihi shay wa huwa as-sami'ul basir the same ayah surah ash-shura 42nd surah ayah 11 that there is nothing like him there is nothing like allah and he is the all hearing the all seeing the sheikh said so likewise the created being the person is hearing and seeing and allah said about himself wa huwa as-sami'ul basir the same ayah and he allah is the all hearing the all seeing and he said at the start of the ayah laysa kamithlihi shay there is nothing with the explanation there is nothing like him so that shows that there is a difference between the attributes of the creation he said that shows there's a difference between the attributes of the creator and the attributes of the creation this is something known from the book of Allah and the sunnah of Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the creed and belief of the ahlus sunnah wal jama'ah then he said moving on to refute those people of the false saying some of the people of the false sayings in this regard he said as for the people of ta'wil as for the people of false interpretation ta'wil and misguidance then they negate the names of Allah and his attributes because such attributes are found in the created beings this is he's quoting what they say why do they negate certain names from Allah and why do they negate certain attributes from Allah he said 
because they say that such attributes are found in the created beings and if a person were to affirm them it would mean resemblance upon his claim that's what they claim Sheikh said but in reality it does not necessitate resemblance for indeed this understanding is futile in other words just as the Sheikh mentioned before that just as Allah is the all is the hearing the seeing and the fact that the creation of hearing and seeing as well it does not in any way mean resemblance for indeed the hearing and seeing of the creation does not resemble the hearing and seeing of the creator so this argument of theirs is futile the fact that they say certain attributes of Allah we find attributes in the creation so therefore we can't affirm the attribute for Allah this is a futile argument and then the Sheikh mentioned what, is the, what do they do as a conclusion of this argument he said they do ta'wil based upon this they do ta'wil they misinterpret al-ghadab they misinterpret anger to mean al-intiqam to mean taking vengeance that's what these people say about the attribute of ghadab as anger they say what it means is he's taking they say it doesn't really mean anger it means taking ven- taking revenge he said and they misinterpret al-rida pleasure to mean al-in'am bestowing favors so in other words they say we don't that Allah does not really become pleased rather it's just it means it's a way of saying that he bestows favors this is their false and futile argument then the sheikh said but rather what is obligatory is to sub- is to submit to Allah and to his messenger and to what is established from them and that the person leaves aside these vain and foolish sayings and then he finished with the paragraph saying and when Malik meaning Imam Malik when he was asked about how is Allah's ascending over his throne he lowered his head out of fear and sense of shame from Allah then he raised his head and he said al-istiwa'u ma'lum wal kayfu majhul wal imanu bihi wajib was su'alu anhu bid'ah when someone came to imam malik rahimahullah and asked this question how does allah ascend imam malik when he lowered his head out of shame before allah and out of fear and then he when he responded he said with this famous saying the ascending is something known and how is unknown and believing having iman in it is obligatory and asking about it is bid'ah is an innovation in doing what the person did asking how is that how is that attribute is a bid'ah innovation And just that's where Sheikh Al-Fawzan, Hafizullah, ends explanation of this point. And just something very briefly that Sheikh Al-Albani, Rahimahullah, he made the same point with regard to the refutation of those people of Ta'wil, those people who twist, misinterpret Allah's attributes to mean something else. And Sheikh Al-Albani said in his small notes, 
With regard to the point of At-Tahawi, rahimahullah, Wallahu yaghdabu wa yarda la ka'ahadim min al-wara. And Allah becomes angry and becomes pleased, not like anyone from the creation. Shaykh al-Albani, rahimahullah, he said, It contains a refutation of the people of Ta'wil, the Mu'attila. Contains a refutation of those people who misinterpret, interpret away, and those people people who negate the attributes from the Ash'aris, from the Ash'a'ira. Obviously, he mentioned one of, of course, one of the most famous groups of people who commit the sin of Ta'wil, who commit this evil of Ta'wil, meaning the, the Ash'a'ira, the Ash'aris. They're one of the most groups who are most famous for the, for this crime. So he said, it contains a refutation of the people of Ta'wil, those who negate the attributes from the Ash'aris and others. Those who say that what is meant by anger, al-ghadab, and rida, pleasure, means willing to do good to them, or wishing to do good to them. He said, and what, oh what, is the difference between submitting and accepting the attribute of al-irada, Allah's will. So they affirm for Allah's will. They don't affirm that he becomes pleased. They don't affirm that he becomes angry, but they affirm for him. They say rather it means he's willing to do good to the people. So they affirm will for Allah. Sheikh said, what or oh, what is the difference between the fact of accepting Allah's will and their denying these two attributes by means of interpreting them away when they are just the same with regard to the servant also? I mean, the fact that they flee away from affirming that Allah becomes pleased, and they flee away from affirming that Allah becomes angry because they say the people become angry, and the people become pleased, so we can't affirm that for Allah. Sheikh say, making the point, then don't the people have will? Do not the people will things? The same argument? And yet they affirm for Allah will. So why then don't they affirm for Allah that he becomes pleased, and that he becomes angry, and say, and then the Sheikh continues, Rahimallah, he said, so would that they had said the same as they said concerning Allah's will, that it is different to the will which the servants have as their attribute. And that each of them has a reality befitting the one who has the attribute. I mean the servant has real will as befits him, and Allah has real will as befits him. Then he said, and the explainer, rahimahullah, has explained this fully, so refer back to that meaning, Ibn Abdul Iz, rahimahullah, in his explanation.